previously on two wizards podcast what is in your we three kings cup okay. what is in your wizards goblet i think this thing is looking back at me i don't know we sing and talk about food so much we might as well be the two hobbits podcast bottoms up and and see you on the other side here's to all that wish as well all the rest can go to hell cheers good buddy <sighs> oh my god mark i drink the whole thing this this is cup. I feel like it's not just spinning, but I feel like the room's getting bigger or I'm getting smaller. I'm getting smaller. I feel tight. It sucks and it burns, Josh. It sucks and it burns. Uh, Josh, I'll, I'll see you on the other side, buddy. Yeah. Two I'll wizards. Here we are. Happy New Year. Two Hobbits. Two hobbits. Two, Two hobbits. hobbits. Two hobbits. And welcome back to the Two Hobbits podcast. I am, as always, your host, Jonesy, and I'm a hobbit. And with me, as always, is my co-host. I'm Joshua, and I'm also a hobbit. And welcome, everybody. Uh, hope you're... Hope you're Staying warm out there in this cold, cold weather. Um, and yeah, come on in. Come on in to, to our little hobbit hole here. Uh, hang up your coat. Get you something to eat. Get you something to drink. We'll just we'll just hang out by the fire and be cozy and warm because that's what two hobbits do. That's what we do here at Two Hobbits. Cozy and warm. I'd like to wish you all a very happy new year. And it seems that we have survived the pole shift. We don't exactly know what it was or where it came from, but we know that we're all the better for it. But we also know that it's causing some slips in our realities. So some things might seem strange, some things might not seem normal. We never know. But just sit back and have some fun. Well yeah, and we and we hobbits, we don't we don't try to get too serious or think too much about all those things. We just we just like a nice a nice little something to eat and a nice little something to drink and and uh, yeah, we don't we don't try and you know ponder ponder the mysteries of the universe unlike some other uh, types out there. No, 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 that's not for us two hobbits. No, no, sir. We're not two wizards. No, 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 definitely not, definitely not. Well, Jonesy, why don't you pull up that 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 good chair there and um and and it looks like you've even brought brought something there with you. What? Oh, what is that that you have? What I have here with me is my hobbit's goblet. And inside of that Hobbit's Goblet is some nice peppermint tea. Mmm, mmm, that sounds, that sounds grand, that sounds grand. And just in case I warm up enough and I need to cool down a bit, I also have a nice Newcastle Brown Ale standing on deck. Uh, and just for fun, I got it in a pint. Ah, delicious, delicious. Well, and as for me, I'm, I'm uh, curling up with a little something too, and uh, this is uh, what I have in my Hobbit's Goblet is Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. Brewed with real chocolate, and that's real that's chocolate. And that's what I have in my Hobbit's goblet. So, good on you. Let's 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 have a sip of our uh, uh, pints here. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Ah, peppermint, lovely. Mm, quite nice, quite nice. All right. Well, uh, Jonesy, what is it that brings you over? Um, what what's on your mind? Well, well, Joshua, I wanted to talk about something that's. I think it's a. Something we ought to be more aware of and more keen about. Mm. And that would, is something that came to my attention. It's, a, it's something called yokai. And yokai? They, it's something, yokai. Mm. I think I'm saying that right. They, it's a variety of little, little nasties 
and you can find many of them, and I think we ought to talk about them. I think it's something that Hobbit listenership all throughout Hobbiton and the surrounding Triborough region would be interested in hearing about. Yes, and, and it's and it's funny that you've been mentioning that because as I've been, you know, puttering about my Hobbit hole, I've I've sort of noticed some strange some strange goings on with uh, with some of the objects here in, in in my house, and frankly, some of them have been have been a little concerning, a little off-putting. Hmm. I reckon you might have a yokai, Josh. You know, yeah, maybe I do have one of those yokai. Um, but all of the same, it's a little unsettling, and maybe I'll have to have another swig of, of this uh, Samuel Smith's organic chocolate stout to kind of to kind of calm calm my nerves. Yes, of course. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's a lot better. Oh wow, my oh. voice. Yeah, that was weird. I must have had something going on in my voice there. Um, <clears throat> you 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 do sound a bit different. You, you know, just I think to even myself out and temper my nerves. If you don't mind, I also do have a lovely bowl of pipe weed. Mm. I think I might take just the slightest. Uh, excuse me there for a sec. I uh, uh, just a. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> oh, <coughs> you do oh. okay there, Jonesy? Oh yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Okay, good. Ooh, I think I had a frog in my throat there, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some yokai. You want to? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do it. I always I always enjoy kind of kind of talking about these these little things here. So um, so yeah, I I was noticing you know maybe like three three or so, um, kind of things around my house that were acting kind of weird. Um, and yeah, I think I think maybe talking about them with you might help might help me kind of make sense of it a little bit. Get to the bottom of it, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so. There's this one in particular. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of want to start off with is because, uh, because at least here where I am um, in Columbus in the Midwest, um, yeah, like the winter seasons, like we got some snow. We we actually had like a white Christmas and that was nice and all, but it's all, it just rains a lot too. In fact, yeah, just the last couple of days it was raining a whole lot. And then I came across uh, this one yokai that's a that's an umbrella. But that also like gets either like possessed or something. Um, but this is called a casa obake, and it's yeah, just like an umbrella yokai. That um, yeah, it just it just kind of like grows, grows like one eye, which which that's kind of weird too. Like it's not like there's nothing necessarily I think that would make this that would like have to make this thing be a cyclops. But yeah, it just has mm-hmm. it just has one eye and like one one leg. Um, I guess maybe sometimes two legs, I don't know. But then also, but then like two arms. It has like two arms. So it's this weird, like, um, yeah, like this like kind of part cyclops, part monopod, but it's also an umbrella. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Which like, I, I mean, so long as it was nice and wouldn't try to like clamp down on me like that'd be kind of cool to walk around and freak people out with if you have a umbrella yokai that'd be, that'd be kind of cool <laughs> yeah it'd be fun yeah. <laughs> yeah do we have to worry about this does it attack people is it friendly i mean at least at, at least some of the research that i was looking up they they seem to be pretty benign um if nothing else, just maybe kind of like like startling people or like giving them a, like a, a bit of a spook. But yeah, like it's not like they like eat people or um, anything like that. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And and that was the what? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this is the Casa Obake, which, Casa Obake. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much just like haunted umbrella. I guess that is what that what that translates to, or like possessed umbrella, something like that. Huh. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun little guys. What about you there? What what's a what's a yokai that you've kind of come across and want to want to talk some more about? Well, I think it would. I said this before. I'll say it again. I think it'd be beneficial if we talked about. Quite frankly, it's a dangerous business going out your door as a hobbit. I know that, and you know that as a hobbit yourself there. Mm -hmm. You know that it's dangerous to go out, but I thought I'd give you a couple reasons just to be sure you didn't want to go out. Even now, I know we think we might want to. It's still wintertime. We're not into it. Yeah. It's just not the best idea. Yeah. But I hope these aren't too scary. I don't want to scare anybody off with these. Sure. But just in case, it's, you know, knowledge is your best friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the first one I've got, Josh, is the uh, Surube Otoshi. It's, it's, a, it's a giant head, and it looks mm-hmm. it can be the head of a human or a tengu or an oni. Mm. But what it likes to do is hang out in the forest, especially in the deep, deep parts of the forest where the tallest trees are. Mm-hmm. It, it, it usually prefers a pine tree or a kea tree. And I'd like to break off now with my hobbit gardening corner with Jonesy. <laughs> The Kea tree are an endangered species in Japan due to them having a lovely yellow wood color. Hmm. Their wood is prized for making go and shogi boards, and they're almost and they almost went extinct for a while there because hmm. when you cut down one of the trees to get the wood, you have to kill the thing first to get the wood to cure it. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, an average the average tree goes up to about eighty-two feet, and they can cost you as much as nineteen thousand dollars for a tree. Holy cow! $19,000 for a tree. $19,000 for a tree That's to make a game board. And I guess to be fair, the wood is a lovely yellow color, and it has a very it has a very specific acoustic sound when the stone tiles are clicked onto it. Okay. I can, I, I mean, because, yeah, if, if, if it was like just a board that kind of looked nice, that would be one thing. But if, if there's some other aesthetic uh, qualities that... You, you, you can't enjoy from it. I guess that maybe makes it a little better, but still, yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty big price tag there. That's pretty. Crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's just a fancy pine tree, and um, I would like to point out that there is a famous one at Nagoya Castle. It is 16 meters high and eight meters around at its base. And for all of those of you living in the states, that's uh, 52 feet high and 26 feet around. That's crazy. It is over 600 years old. It survived the air raids in 1945, mm. and it is a living landmark in Japan. It is also it was also there before the castle was built. They just kind of built around it. I mean, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. But a 600-year-old tree. <laughs> that's oh man, that's that that's both really cool, but then also just like we've also sort of talked about, um, just kind of like putting things in perspective. Like that thing has outlived. That yeah. tree is older than America. Yeah, it's well, and and, and even before, like, uh, yeah, like before, like Columbus, or I guess maybe because the Vikings yeah. wasn't that like twelve hundreds, thirteen hundreds. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But but still, that's like that goes that goes all the way back there. That's wild. <laughs> right? That's crazy. That's crazy, crazy. But enough about plants and trees, <laughs> because that's not what we're here for. <laughs> 
So you might be asking, what's with the goofy name of, a, of this head? Mm-hmm. Well, Surube Otoshi's name comes from the unique style of which it hunts in, Josh. Mm-hmm. It likes to wait at the tops of these great big tall trees for a target, and then as the target passes below it, it drops down with the same action and motion as a wellstone, which is where it gets its name from. Okay, so so it so it's so it's like a uh, it's like a like a dive bomber. It like waits up in the trees yeah, and sees yeah, yeah. somebody walking by, and then it and then just kind of kind of rolls off and bops them on the head. Sounds like yeah, with, with with extreme prejudice, and then it eats up the thing that it hit, and then it rolls back up into the tree. I also read that sometimes they're not hungry and they just like to you know get up there and taunt people to come down the forest path, or they'll sing weird songs. Or they'll, you know, make fun of them or insult their mothers just to get you down the forest way and then whap! They got you. And if they're not hungry, sometimes they'll just drop rocks out of the trees to, you know, have a good chuckle at all the sadness and pain they cause to humans. Ho, ho, ho. Oh man! Which yeah, They're like just doing it for the lulls. Yeah, just doing it for the lulls, just to just to mess with people, or going about their day and all that as usual. No, it's too. <laughs> <laughs> a, a truly horrifying thing, just walking through the forest and bam. Yeah, and there, and there it is. Because and, a giant head landed on you. Yeah, and you you don't have any like forewarning or anything like that. You're just you're just going about your business. You're not messing with anybody. Um, well, so you were saying that they could be like 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 human or tengu or other sorts of animals. Uh, yeah, human, tengu, or oni, which is just you know the weird screwed up face demons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are they are they like the remains of one of those creatures or no? They're that's just what they look just like. The head. Okay. They're just a pissed off head. Sometimes they can be wreathed in flame, not unlike Wan Yudo or oh, yeah. Katugorama, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I almost think that's counterproductive to be wreathed in flame if you're living on top of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Who am I to poke fun? You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I, yeah, that, that sort of makes me think of the whole like, um, uh, the the drop bears of Australia, the famous drop oh, bears. Oh yes. Yeah, where it's like, no, it's just that, but it's just like a head. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, truly horrifying. Anything twenty pounds or better hits you in the head, you're that's it. You're done. Like well, game over. Yeah, especially like, well, and I know that one tree in particular was like is especially long lived, but still like yeah, twenty feet up, thirty feet up. Um, yeah, something something that that heavy that that's kind of smart. I I I I mean I remember um, when we'd have to strike sets uh, when mm. when like a play would would finish and like somebody would be up there on the like grid uh, up above the stage and again like twenty thirty feet. And yeah, like Doc would lose his shit if somebody dropped like a washer. Anything. Even. Yeah, just anything. Uh, and I'm sure that would really hurt. I'm sure that would really hurt if you had like a washer or a bolt or something come fall on you. Yeah, much less a, like a, essentially like a, like a shot put. Because shot puts are like 16 pounds. Yeah, 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 would, yeah, yeah. That would hurt. That would really hurt. That's a cannonball. You're dead. Yeah, it's a cannonball. Game it's over, cannonball. man. Game over. <laughs> much less if it's also on fire or something. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I guess that, so. There you um, go. Yeah, and and yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say like, uh, what was this guy called again? And I know it's kind of a tricky one. Uh, Surube Otoshi. Surube Otoshi. Okay. Well, now I know. And for 
forewarned is forearmed. Isn't that what that phrase goes? I think something like that. Which like, like that. so my immediate thought was like, oh, well, I'll just carry like something like the next time I'm walking through the forest, I'll just have something to carry above my head to protect me. It's like, oh, well, I'll just get an umbrella. But then if it's one of those Casa Obakes, then well, never mind. Because now, actually, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, like like yokai versus yokai, which I I know there's a whole video game. I think that's Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole branch and and Digimon and yokai watch and yeah. yokai attack. Yeah, which like and Bakugan and Beyblade and Yu-Gi-Oh, which is Egyptian. Never mind, I'll stop. Well, but but there's a reason why there's all those IPs and they're so popular. What's like, oh, oh yeah, Kasa Obake, I choose you, and like this little thing comes out and goes. <laughs> Dun 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 just kind of like slam headbutt headbutt use your mega punch roll out with your face roll out holy cow oh man and I know like oh look at these two hobbits like discovering why Pokemon work for the first time. It's like, no, but they do. It does. I would absolutely play that I've, game. <laughs> I've always known, and I, hell yeah, I've, yeah. Play the <laughs> out of that game. <laughs> I still play the out of that game. Exactly. Exactly. I also think that was our first swear of the episode. Yeah, I think, I think we did. I think we're doing really well. I think we're doing well until, awesome. until I had to come along. Until you f***ed it up. I know. <laughs> God, motherfucking stupid piece of <laughs> shit. It's a family show. We're two fucking hobbits. <laughs> oh god, that's too good. And, and actually, this is um. So yeah, this is another sort of like household item, yokai. Um, and this is uh, kochin obake which is roughly translated to paper lantern ghost. Um, and, and yeah, there's the uh, kochin, which are these like very distinct kind of like paper lanterns that they're kind of like cylindrical, but rounded at the top and bottom. And they have the kind of like rib, ribbed kind of sections that, that, that hold it all together. Uh, and, and yeah, this, this is, as you might imagine, one of those gets possessed and uh, much like the Casa Obake, uh, grows grows one eye or maybe a pair of eyes, um, and like other yokai, has a long, creepy tongue that um, likes to lick people with. <laughs> uh, but sometimes, sometimes it would also grow like hands, a torso, even or maybe even wings. But usually, it's oh, wow. yeah. But usually, it's just like it grows a head and eyes and a mouth and a tongue and it just kind of it just kind of spooks people what is kind of interesting though is is like this is so so this is a pretty well-known variation of yokai um except there's not necessarily stories about um people encountering these things like in real life but but they're just kind of like um, it says that, that they're that they're like um, yokai that only exist in pictures. So it's just people like hmm. like drawing these, as opposed to like, oh yeah, you'll never believe what happened to my cousin a couple weeks back. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, it, it's just sort of like a, I guess a more yeah I, I guess 
manufactured or like artificial one as opposed to okay. as opposed to like yes yeah, something that ostensibly does exist um, but uh, but yeah like some of the stories that are attributed to them is just sort of yeah like other yokai they surprise people suddenly maybe they steal their souls or kind of like suck up their souls um, but uh, but yeah it's 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 just um, one of those things where walking along, minding your business um, at night, so your eyesight's all already kind of messed up anyway. And then, yeah, maybe maybe one of these uh, chochin obake um, kind of like spin around like that girl's head in, in The Exorcist, and then it goes <laughs> and then it goes booga booga booga. <laughs> But at least it lights the way for you to run away from it. True, nice. true. It it would be, it would be much worse if like, because uh, I remember the the one yokai that would go around like stealing lamp oil and blowing out mm. uh, uh, lanterns in the night. Like like that one's mm-hmm. kind of messed up because yeah, then you're in the dark and you're gonna stub your toe on something. But it would it would appear that this one, the chochen obaki, apparently doesn't extinguish the light so yeah you're you at least have an illuminated path to get the hell out of there it's good of him he's a good guy yeah he's all right once you get past the kind of like sad eyes and like elongated tongue yeah he's not that bad it's not that bad (laughs) he's that bad yeah (laughs) but he kind of is (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, uh, I have another one, Mm -hmm. another reason for you to not leave your house. And uh, this gentleman's name is uh, Ipondatara. And what he is is a one-eyed, Josh, Mm -hmm. a one-legged and white-bodied thing with two arms and a three-toed foot. Oh, okay. It is said to look like the Datara pipes on a, um, a blacksmith's, uh, what do you call that? Furnace. Oh, yeah. yeah These yeah, big yeah. hanging pipes. Yeah, think of like just a, sack, a set of hanging pipes with bones in them. Okay. And a single eye and white flesh. Yeah, and he's a real shy kind of guy. Hmm. He lives in the mountain areas of uh, Wakayama and Nara regions. And he, he likes to be left alone. And he'll usually avoid people except for one time. And that is on December the 20th, which is apparently an unlucky day in the, in the in his region that he lives. Hmm. And on that one day, he will go out and kill any human that he finds in his forest. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was expecting well, something like, oh, no, he'll like, yeah, like he'll fall on your head or he'll um, like drop down and like smash your toes. But no, he'll just murk you. <laughs> he'll kill you. Yeah. And here's this, and here's the, here's what's most unsettling about him to me is he only has one leg, so he gets around places by hopping like a weirdo or somersaulting. <laughs> and I just don't want to imagine this thing, this white one-eyed thing somersaulting me to my doom on December the twentieth. Yeah, that's uh, that would staying be... out of those woods. Mm-hmm. Well, because because it is like so much of um, so much of like what makes a thing spooky or like creepy is. Yeah, that that especially that like unexpected movement, where because mm-hmm. like how many 
horror movies operate on that where like oh the person's like crab walking backwards and like that's when you know like oh shoot it's a monster or like or like slithering along so yeah if something's coming along here and just like 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 tumbling and it, and it looks weird and you can't quite make it out yeah that's that's pretty unsettling yeah 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 <laughs> yeah Ipon Dotara, not much to say about him. Just don't go into the woods of Wakayama or Nara on December the twentieth, and you should be fine. Is is, is it um like is is there a way to like avoid it or to appease it or do you just try to stay the hell away? Well, as I understand it, he he leaves you alone. They they don't like people. They're real real shy, and you don't ever see them. Mm, okay. But the old, but there is the one day on December twentieth where they flip the script and they will kill any human. Yeah. In the so 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 it is. It's just just know that on that day, stay inside. Yeah, just don't go out that day. Yeah. Don't try to do any grocery shopping, anything like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't 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 worry, hon. I just gotta get a get a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread. But honey, it's December twentieth, and we're in this specific region of Japan. Oh shucks, hon. <laughs> That's just a, that's just a old yokai tale, and then he just hears this like, like this like 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 PVC pipe kind of like tumbling along. <laughs> I, I'm imagining the sound of the uh, Gorons in Ocarina yeah. of Time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just can't hit him with that damn bomb, no matter how hard you yeah, try. Yeah, no, oh god, that was so. Ugh. Yeah, like twelve-year-old me was so pissed oh. off trying to do that. Twenty-eight-year-old me was so pissed <laughs> off trying to replay through that. I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, this is. I don't know what it is. I stuck in the water temple. Hit me up, guys. Yeah, yeah. As as what happens to the best of us get stuck in the water temple. What else you got? Uh, well, so, so yeah, the first two I talked about, these ones, I, you know, sure, they're yokai and they're kind of spooky, and I'm sure that I would be startled if I came across them. But this one honestly sounds like the most sinister, and it is kind of funny because, yeah, like, I, I have a lot of, like, kind of objects that are in and around the house, and, and you have a lot of ones that are kind of out in the wild and all that, and I do, mm-hmm. and I do appreciate the... Um, message to all of us hobbits like don't go outside there's scary things outside just stay inside but then again some of these yokai um that i that i've been kind of looking at they they are in the house and that means i don't know maybe you can't you can't quite be too careful around there too and and this one in particular this one's probably like the nastiest um of the ones that i that i've come across uh and he is uh boroboroton which means uh tattered futon so like a little like like a little mat that you sleep on or a little something like that that is apparently um yeah it kind of gets maybe it gets kind of like a little old a little scuffed up maybe it's wearing out in some places um and apparently if that goes on for too long uh it gets evil and mean and it takes it out on its human owners um and apparently the borobot the Boroboton um, comes comes a life at comes comes to life at night, and then it kind of like so so think almost like kind of magic carpet right in Disney's yeah. Aladdin kind of like 
places itself upright, kind of slithers along, um, and it'll like, 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 like throw the person sleeping on it, <laughs> like a like a buck and bronco, <laughs> as they're sleeping, and then it uh, kind of slithers around and like ties itself around um, the 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 head and neck of the person who is sleeping. Oh my god! And, and yeah, try to like strangle it, try to like smother it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So yeah, I apologize for my laughter. No, so so this one does like, and I don't know what sort of, um, yeah, like I I, I guess you just once your futon starts to get kind of old, you just throw it out and don't try like maybe that I don't know if there's like the, a moral to the story, but maybe that's it. It's like, don't be a cheapskate if your mattress is like lumpy and stained and kind of old. Just just <laughs> throw it out. Get Get rid of it. Get a new one, or else it might come to life and um, try to smother you. <laughs> yeah, and I reckon to say I have encountered this yokai before, especially in my old apartment. Oh no way, really? I don't know, but that old or that old futon of barrels was pretty rugged. Yeah, see, and that's just and I was like the tenth one to get to it, so. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 the whole like, um, sure you gotta take care of your things and and if you're realizing like oh no I can I can put off buying a new futon until which again like man if, right there don't buy a futon get a mattress get a box spring yeah like a, get it yeah get, don't get, don't put your mattress on the floor yeah let's get something actually good to sleep on um you know like rotate it right like what's that whole thing there's this whole thing. Where it's like yeah, flip it every six months. Yeah, flip, flip flip around. Well, unless you have a pillow top, then you're hosed. Right. Whatever. Right. Maybe this is a bit of dark humor too. But as I was learning more about this yokai who like s- tries to smother people when they're sleeping, I'm just imagining like somebody, you know, kind of maybe tossing and turning a, a little restlessly, and they kind of open their eyes a little bit and they're blinking, and then and <laughs> and they wake up and there's the futon. There's the tone just kind of like standing over them and then it like pulls a and then it pulls a pillow out from behind it and then smokes <laughs> it's like wait what are you doing tone shh it's okay it's all right <laughs> which again <laughs> maybe a little dark but i also got a kick out of like yeah here's like a sleeping mattress that still has to strangle you with a pillow <laughs> I would watch a, a a live action. Oh my god! Okay, here we go. All right. First, first two hobbits canned project. Here we go. Yep. A live action movie of Boru Boruton stalking its its uh, owner as of, as prey throughout the city. Like it fails to kill him in the night with the pillow, like you're saying, because mm-hmm. it's it's still a futon, so you just kind of duck out of the way. Yeah. But it's gonna kill him. Right. <laughs> so there's like a scene of him like running down the street, and here's this futon like. Box, yeah, you know, like kind of just box running because there's two fine, guys fine, on either fine. side. <laughs> and then the guy like runs into a bar and oh, you gotta help me now. Here, have a beer, sweetie. Oh no, but the Boroton is after me. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And he's sitting there drinking and he looks across the street and he doesn't see anything. But then at, at the at the table across from him, bam, there's Boru Boroton in a trench coat yeah. with, and a fedora, and he lowers the newspaper somehow, <laughs> and the upper side of the mattress turns to look at him. 
I think we can make this. We can absolutely. We can absolutely. Make, yeah. Well, and, and it's this whole thing where it's like maybe the dude's like engaged. And his fiance is like, when are you going to get rid of that old mattress? And so he like takes it outside the house and like leans it up against a tree for the trash <laughs> trash collectors to come. And and uh, yeah, like he like sees the like the like garbage men wrestle with it and throw it in the back. But then it like reappears on his doorstop the next day. And he's like, wait, how did what? I thought I saw them. And then his fiance is just like, I, I told you to get rid of that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to start married life sleeping on a futon. And so it's like, ah, I'm trying. And then uh, maybe they have like a, maybe the fiance has, has like a, like a, a, a Sharpay or a toy poodle or something, some little yappy dog. <laughs> That like the futon, oh no, the futon fell over and it smothered the dog and it killed the dog. <laughs> after after the dog is peeing, yeah, out, exactly. you see there's several scenes where, yeah, because the couple's moving in together. Right. They're, this is the bridging of their two households <laughs> and she's pressuring him because we already have a mattress and this is a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, it's like. Gets rid of the futon. Yeah, he's like. And well, the fir- first act, like the dog walks in and pisses on his futon. Yeah. And 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 yeah. like a like high violin, uh, like a high pitched Violin sting, just Womp. Just falls down. And she freaks out. Yeah. It's like, oh no, honey, because we were gonna buy a house together, and this was gonna go into my man cave. You, you said that like, like this could be my space. It's like, no, that I'm. I'm we're gonna start a family, and not with a food. <laughs> And then by the end of the movie, so so yeah, like he has like the fight where like he has to maybe get some box cutters and like rip out all the like um, bean bat, or yeah, all the like foam foam beans in there, and it just like slowly deflates, and it and, it, and, and like as it's like kind of seeping out, there's this weird kind of like air rushing out, and it says, as like the little beans are falling out, but then the guy like like takes the takes the fabric that the futon was in. And like maybe runs it through the washing machine, and then he gets really good at like sewing, and then he makes like little beanbag chairs, and then like that's so so. You, and then they go kill a bunch of kids, yeah, because <laughs> they're little beanbag chairs. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's yeah. like oh, here's our one year old, and we're like so 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 yeah, like like one one year later, and it's the little it, it's their son's like one year old birthday party, and they they have people <laughs> over. And somebody accidentally like 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 drops a cupcake on it, and like the icing stains it, and then there's that violin sting again. As soon as it gets dirty, it becomes evil. Yeah. I like it. The only thing I want to change to is when he's cutting it open, instead of like beans, it's just the it's Mr. Oogie Boogie Man on the inside, just love and him. that's what's screaming. We love you, Timmy. Yeah. And so then it's like, wait. There was bugs inside this fucking futon the whole time. Yeah, the, whole, the whole and he didn't and he didn't know. He was like, I don't know, like it, like it said the when I got it, it the instructions said it had a shiatsu massage function. So I thought that was just oh, okay. We're done. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Because I know we we started dark and then we just got really silly. But here's like another very silly thing that I think will help us end, end on a better place. So yes, the Boroborotone, are they are known to strangle people. Um, alternatively. They are also kind of known 
to meet up. And, and really, I guess I should have started with this. So this whole kind of like genre of yokai, that this whole kind of like genus of yokai, I guess are mm -hmm. uh, uh, Tsukumogami. And, and, and that's, that's like the household objects that come to life. That's, uh, and um, so apparently whenever they don't try to kill people, instead what they're known to do is uh, when everybody leaves the house when they, and, and, and it's empty, um, these guys meet up with all the other kind of household object yokai and they throw uh, noisy parties. <laughs> okay. So sort of almost like a like a Toy Story thing, right? Yeah. Where Andy's once away. you leave the room, what happens? Yeah, and and you come back a couple hours later or the next day, it's like, wait, what is what what's this mess doing here? And like things are knocked over and stuff like that. So so yeah, if they aren't hmm. um, trying to kill people, then the Boroboroton are just like throwing like ragers with living umbrellas and the lanterns they're just kind of all, all doing their thing having a party <laughs> <laughs> cool oh man no damn it i want to make this movie now i want to make this movie i'm really i'm too. really invested I, in this <laughs> i'm kind of thinking like storyboards i almost want to do like just a motion comic but i can't draw for shit so. well or even um there's a. I'm pretty sure they're they're still active. There's this uh, uh, kind of Swiss mask puppet theater troupe called Moomenschanz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, yeah, I, I want to even say like one of their scenes, one of their bits is someone essentially just in like a big comforter that kind of like does like cartwheels and stuff in it. And so I can totally see this being like a stage play where like okay, yeah, where it's yeah, like a little like black box theater set. Uh, made made up to look like yeah some like guys crappy of uh, an apartment, but then but then like someone is like in the comforter, and like like end of scene one, uh, f fading to black, and, and and the performer who's who's the futon just like wiggles a little hand and goes whoop and you see like a corner kind of like flick. <laughs> yeah, I I'm into this. Love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Adult Swim. Call Adult us. Swim, please. It's 2021. We have so many good ideas. This is the year of two wizards, two hobbits, whatever we are. This is the year of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the year of two hobbits. We can do it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> well, I got one more. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. All right. So this. This one might be the most dangerous, Josh, uh -oh. because they say that the devil is attractive, mm -hmm. and this one might be the most attractive one. Oh, oh. All right. I'm going to introduce you to a little guy named the uh, Ken Moon. Okay. Nice to meet you. All right. Hi, so, how are you? Yeah. Hey, Papa, how's it going? <laughs> no, I'm not, we're not doing that. Um... <laughs> Oh, konnichiwa. Oh, gozaimasu. There's a Yoroshiku, Street Sanwa. So, Kenamoon, what they are are these little water spirits that live along the Anami Islands. Mm. They're about the size of a human child with long, with long, skinny, like hands and legs and feet. You know, just human child, but skinny limbs. Mm hmm. They have a long, broad face and a dip in, on the top of their head. 
So they sort of look like a kappa, but not quite. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do have the same scoop in the head, and they put oil or water in it. Mm. And um, the reason that I say that they're so attractive, or yeah, is that they're so dangerous, is they're so attractive. Number one, this is important to point out, their bodies smell just like yams. <laughs> I don't know if that's cooked yams. I don't know if that means to say it's earthy and delightful. But... <laughs> That's the first. Yeah, could could be. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> uh, secondly, their spit glows in the dark and smells horrible. <laughs> but so do their fingertips. They also glow in the dark, and they use them when they're hunting. Okay. Okay. They're covered in this coarse red-brown fur, and they just they, they, they live in the swamps of the island in banyan trees. Mm. And I'd like to break now, and I'd like to talk just a little bit, because this is still a Hobbits-based podcast mm -hmm. about banyan trees. All right. Okay, so starting off, Josh, a banyan tree is a tree that is actually a fig, and the fig is planted there by a wasp. And the wasp lays an egg and does some stuff, and I'm not really sure how it all works out. But long story short, you get the seed deal. Okay, so the seed is something called an ep epiphyte, and it falls or it sits inside the crack of a tree inside of a tree like along a crack or something and as soon as that crack grows a little bit the seed germinates itself and then grows so you now have a parasitic plant growing out of the crack of the tree that was laid whoa. there by a wasp whoa it is, and i know that i'm really botching this explanation but that's the long and short of it the whole thing is crazy i almost asked you for your um university ID today so I could get textbooks on how uh, fig wasps reproduce trees because it is insane. <laughs> That's crazy. I went down the longest hole over just banyan trees and fig wasps. I learned a horrifying amount about how wasp poison works today and mm -hmm. how wasps stingers are actually their genitals or something. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I think I heard. They think it was their ovipositor, and there's something about their venom came from coating their eggs in something. And instead, it was easier to turn that thing into a weapon because wasps are insane, and the whole Hymenoptera class divergently evolved into a billion different things that are all the same awful murder right. machine. <laughs> right. Anyway, coming back to this, as this tree grows, it it, it wraps around the host tree. Um, It has these roots that hang off the sides. It grows bigger and bigger around it until the original tree is no is so encompassed and surrounded by this fig, basically fig parasite, that it dies. There's amazing amount of pressure placed on the original tree, and so it dies and withers inside of this new, this new shell tree, which gives these banyan trees a hollow inside, which is the perfect place for Kenamoon to live. Well, I mean, that only makes sense. Inside hollowed out trees. Yeah. And again, they're attractive because they're just like us, Josh. They're little hobbit-sized fellows. Yeah. They love nothing more than hanging out with their families. One of their favorite things to do is to eat snails and sea slugs, but they take them out and prepare them with rice balls just like people do. And sometimes they eat so much they black out underneath trees. <laughs> yeah, I would not be surprised if there's not some sort of uh, not not too distant common ancestor shared ancestor with with us hobbits and these uh and and, and these little guys i i really think so and this is where it gets me is they don't pose much threat to humans but one thing that they really do enjoy is sumo wrestling 
No way. And they are amazing at it. And so the unwary travel. So one big thing they like to do is sumo wrestle in, in their family groups. Mm-hmm. You know, they eat their snails. They sumo wrestle like good weird Japanese hobbits would yeah. do. Living their best but life. But if they see a if they see a singular human on the road, they'll avoid the big groups of them. They don't like the big groups. They mm-hmm. don't like towns. They don't like you know a lot of people. But one-on-one, if they meet you, oh, they're sure proud of their wrestling skills, so there's a good chance he's going to wrestle you. <laughs> and the thing you got to watch out for is they are deceptive and squirrely. Mm-hmm. If their head bowl is full of oil or water, they have superhuman strength. Much more than a, a, a hobbit could even contend right. with. So your best method to take them out is they will always mimic humans because they kind of, I think they kind of want to be humans a little bit. Yeah. So if you bow very, very low in your initial sumo stance, you can bow so low that the head will, that the water will fall out of their head bowl mm. and they will be normal strength. I gotcha. That's the best way to beat I them. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they are intelligent. They are caring. They are known to help people through the woods who have a big, you know, load of lumber. Mm. And uh, there's even stories, and this is where I think it's the coolest, that a lot of the uh, old-timers on the island, they will um, they say that they have Ken Moon friends that they will introduce their grandchildren to. And it kind of reminded me of the whole folk of, um, um, oh, my God, Iceland. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the guy talked about, oh, I had these, fa- I had these fairy friends as a child, and I never wanted to go into their home because it was a stone. Right. But, yeah. And then, he say, and then he talks about you kind of lose contact with them as you age. But it kind of sounds like the at least residents of these islands keep a, a weirder sort of you know belief and friendship with these creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yeah. which yeah, as as we were yeah sort sort of talking about with the um, Hilda folk, like I'm I'm sure sort of like the little like local well and because they are just specifically on these islands, right? It's it's not like they're what, yes. yeah so. Yeah, on on the islands in in these like in these kind of swampy, marshy, boggy places. Yeah, so like that's that's their kind of local, their local spirits, their local yokai, and like a, it's only natural. Like, of course, you're gonna eventually kind of build a relationship, and like you kind of have your your mutual respect, and maybe get to wrestle every once in a while, and like make lifelong or generation long friends and bring your grandkids over to go meet these guys and sumo wrestle. So yeah, I would be so excited. And I mean, it's kind of weird because they're the size of a child, but me, Mark can't say I'd be excited to wrestle this thing, the size of a child. Right. I would be so excited to have a wrestling buddy though, just in the, just in the forest. And maybe one day I'd be like, Hey, no, no low bows today. You give me what for, right. That's just what I was going to say. And then he beats the hell out of me, but well, well, that is just what I was going to say too. Like, like the the other nice thing about these guys with with wrestling, or arm wrestling, or like playing playing soccer or whatever. Like, it's it's really easy to sort of um, like like a, agree upon and then adjust like like a handicap where maybe you're just starting yeah, off you and you're new to the sumo wrestling thing, so you do have to kind of pull that trick. And make them dump all the liquid out of the top of their head. But then maybe after like a month or so, you kind of figure it out. Maybe you keep like a quarter cup in there or like a couple of tablespoons yeah. or whatever. And then you can kind of build your way all up where it's like, okay, um, you're like leveled off here. You're like you're, you're like to the brim with head fluid, but but not like a melon head. Di- different then. 
And it's like, all right, let's let's do some sumo. Yeah. They're just they're kind of fun, but and here's where I want you to be careful because they're not all sunshine and happiness. Mm. There are stories of them luring children away into their village, and they will steal their souls. Mm. And they send the kids back, and when the kids are sent back, they behave just like Ken Moon, where they will want to eat a bunch of snails and play in banyan trees. <laughs> and I honestly think that's just because they want to enjoy the sweet, sweet free life of the Ken Moon. They, they're over the adult, the, the adult living human yeah. world. That's no fun. Papa fishes every day. Ken Moon eats snails till he passes out of yeah. the tree, and then Sumo wrestlers wrestles like, let's do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't hate that life. That'd be, that'd be pretty yeah. sweet. They are also known to grab adults on the water's edge and just drown them. Hmm. Just for whatever reason, because sometimes they can be jerks, too. <laughs> And um, finally, the worst thing you can possibly do is to attempt to cut down one's home. Mm. If you were to cut down a banyan tree where a Kenmoon lived, he would curse you, Josh. And it would start with a swelling in your eyes, and they would eventually swell so big that they, you went blind, and then you would die. Holy cow. Yeah, that sounds awful. And this, and this, not to break character here, but this is why I spent so much time on wasps today. That sounds a lot like anaphylactic shock <gasps> to me. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. You swell up, you go blind, and then you die. Well, and it... Because you are you choke to death. Well, yeah, and, and and if you're chopping down a tree and... Yeah, like raising... Yeah. That makes that you're, makes complete... You're chopping down one of these trees in this swamp with these wasps in, you know, big numbers. Mm-hmm. That makes... Absolutely. That makes total sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. But, but not to get too, you know, factual with all mm-hmm. this... We'll take it back. <laughs> um, it, it's it's always just kind of best to... You, you don't want to give these guys a wide berth, but show them respect. Number one, they are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And like I said, their bodies smell like yams and their, their spit stinks. So they're super sensitive to just like travelers if they were like walking around and, you know, one of them made a fart joke or something because he would assume, oh, he's talking about me and my stinky, stinky spit. Right. Well, I guess I got to kill this guy. Yeah. What's your... So the best way, I I was just going to say like, which as we've also kind of talked about, like, just, just don't be a jerk. And like 80% of these yokai will, will let you be and not, and not come and like play a mean trick on you or try to steal your, your soul or anything. Yeah. Just, just don't be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, and there is a, there is a way to actually combat these and it's, um, you can, you can leave a, um. A set of pig foot bones. Okay. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You can hang a set of those over your doorway, or you can put up a sprig of Japanese cheeseweed, which I also learned today is probably the most resistant plant to growing anything in the entire world. They will grow in anything with any amount of sun, with any amount of water. You don't need to do anything with them, and they will still flourish. Okay. So Japanese cheeseweed, if you suck at gardening. <laughs> there it but, is. And my favorite thing is they hate octopus. They are horrified of them. So if you show them an octopus, they will take off. <laughs> Not unlike the Calicansaros, who are afraid of the number three and explode, mm-hmm. these dudes hate octopi and will just take... They, they, they want nothing to do with them. 
And I think that might be the best policy. Just kind of live and let live. Mm -hmm. I'll let you and your banyan tree. You let me over here. And if not, I'll get Mr. Taco on you to teach you some manners. Which that, that that does that is I guess sort of sort of nice like yeah like having that knowledge of okay yeah maybe things do kind of maybe relationships do kind of sour kind of take a turn for the worst we'll just string up some octopi or keep one as a pet and then you're 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 covered so yeah <laughs> but yeah that's 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 Ken Moon, Ken I, Moon. that's super. I found them delightful and charming and I wouldn't mind meeting one of them one day along the road yeah no I, I yeah like like the others you that you were talking about, kind of kind of creepy, uh, kind of like definitely prone to, yeah, like get ha having some sort of physical injury, just just doing your own thing, mm -hmm. just walking through the forest or just being out of the house on December twentieth. But 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 these guys, it, yeah. it seems like there's a pretty well established. Look, these are the rules. We didn't invent them. But if you follow them, you'll be okay, and just don't try to don't try to push any boundaries or think you're above the law of Ken Moon um, uh, etiquette or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Ah, yokai. They're just so. There we are, yokai. Ah, just so cool. I just, I just really get such a kick out of exploring all these little creatures and they're funny and alternatively scary or spooky or even kind of poignant like there were some that i was kind of looking up where it is it's like oh this there was one i saw and i forget the name but it's a yokai about like a general was going off to battle and something happened to the um to the the stirrup I think mm -hmm. it was the stirrup, not the saddle, but with the stirrup to his horse and the stirrup fell off and like that stirrup became a yokai and kind of sprouted some legs and like ran off. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like he just was so proud serving this general in battle. Like he came to life and he was a real boy, kind of. He was a real yokai. He was just an ordinary stirrup. But then the like pride he felt in serving the general in this like military campaign he became a yokai. <laughs> they're just so great. Oh, they're so cool. I love them. <laughs> uh, they're wonderful, right? Oh man. Well, well, well. Hey, what if, what if, in in honor of of these extra yokai that we got to meet today, um, maybe I'll just run through mine real quick. So I had yeah. I had the Casa Obake, that was the haunted umbrella. <clears throat> I had the Cochin Obake, that was the sort of haunted paper lantern thing. And yeah, those first two, they're mostly kind of harmless. They don't actually hurt you. They just like to give you a scare. And then, of course, mm -hmm. uh, we spent spent a good deal of time with the Boroboroton, the sort of uh, haunted mattress, haunted futon. So just just rotate that futon, maybe do a little spot, <laughs> a little spot cleaning every once in a while. Um, and when it's time to go, when it's time to let your mattress go, just let it go. Don't try to hang on to it, or it might literally kill you, or or throw a house party when you're gone. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. 
Yeah, because because yeah, like you. I mean, if it doesn't kill me the first time, then yeah, that's the probably the you know red flag to get a new get a new one. But if I come home and my place is trashed, well. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're out of town on like a like a business trip or a weekend vacation with friends. You come back and your place is trashed. You're like, God damn, I gotta clean this up. Damn you, Boro Boro Tone. And upstairs is just going. Boro Boro Tone. And then and upstairs in your bedroom is just going. It's just this goofy ass laugh or whatever. <laughs> oh. oh, and 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 my list were uh, Surube Otoshi, the giant dropping head, Ippon Datara, the one-eyed, one-legged white bag of death, and Ken Moon, the funnest little sumo wrestlers who hate octopi. And really, those guys are, yeah, they're just living their best life. They they know it works for them. And, yeah. and they want to, like, hang out with people, too, so long as, it, again, like, you follow protocol and you don't try to chop down their homes, which really, how hard is that to ask? Like, oh, yeah, please just don't destroy the place where I live. And then we can sumo wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, this has been, man, this has been a, been a great, it's been great there jonesy having you come over and hang out with me for uh, for oh, another yeah, thank you for having me always yeah and and uh i you know we we as two hobbits that's that's what we're about just you know kind of uh meeting up and talking about things having having good things to eat good things to drink and just staying nice and cozy and warm. yeah so i think we'll call that a night there buddy mm-hmm. it's uh the sun's kind of setting down mm-hmm. and i need to get home and take care of some things but uh yeah, if you want to look me up, you can find me at uh, Marky Stardust on Twitter and Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram. And right back at you, my my friend. If you ever want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Plaid Barbarian. At Plaid Barbarian. And I guess you can find this podcast at Two Wizards Pod C One on Twitter and Two Wizards Podcast on Instagram. Like I said, the pull shift kind of adjusted some stuff, but we're gonna get back to it, guys. Yeah. We are two hobbits. We've been two hobbits, you know. And we're going to keep being here into this new year. But again, we want to thank you for joining us. We love each and every one of you. If you have anything you need to say, you can say it to any one of us. Because we're good guys. And yeah, this was a shorter episode. But we're still two hobbits. 